Hey, I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Kiana. And And this this is is Eight Limbs Limbs of Fury, a podcast where we talk about the ups and downs of daily yoga practice, life on capitalist nightmare planet, the threads between spiritual practice and activism, and what role yoga might play in these revolutionary times. We are two young leftists practicing Ashtanga yoga six days a week. And we are here to give a perspective on what's happening in the world as we discover our own spirituality and get more woke by the minute. Now we're live. Hey. Hey. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Good. Yeah. I'm you know, uh, funny. doing all right here on a Sunday night. Sunday night. Moon day tomorrow. It's moon day tomorrow. It's That's... moon day eve. So we are here at the first moon day hangout of Eight Limbs of Fury. Yes. Are you excited, Kiana? Oh, I am. I've been looking forward to these uh, pretty much, a th- you know, recording what we do on moon days, <laughs> which is right. uh, sit around and talk about the world. <laughs> and indulge our senses a, per- a bit more than maybe on not a moon day. Yes. Yes, definitely. For those that are confused, Kiana, would you explain a moon day? Yes. Um so, the type of yoga that we do, Ashtanga, we've talked about it before. You may have heard us talk about Ashtanga right. yoga before. Um, we are kind of like the standard of Ashtanga yoga is that you do practice six days a week, except every other week we take a day off um, around the new moon and the full moon. And... The uh, reasoning behind that's super interesting. When I heard it, I was like, "Whoa, that makes sense." Yeah. Um, so on the so y'all know how like the tides rise and fall with the moon. You've heard of the ocean, right? <laughs> that thing, the ocean, the uh, keeper of fish and keeper of microplastics fish and oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, our bodies are made of like 70 something percent water and the theory they're like the reasoning is that the moon kind of um the full moon pulls the water up like the tide gets high but it does that in our bodies too. So it's like too much energy. Too much energy, we're too heady, kind of jumping around. So we don't practice then take rest and then on the new moon it's all of our energies down low. We low have tide. Been pulling on, yeah, our water, our energy, or, you know, what have you. Right. Um, so we take rest. So no practice full energy. moon. No practice new moon. It's actually pretty great. It's nice. Tomorrow is a new moon. Tomorrow. Or tonight, right? I guess technically Yeah, tonight. I guess technically tonight is a new moon. Um, um, we just, we are just coming off of six weeks of... No moon days because Satinder, our who our teacher and the first guest of which we interviewed on our podcast, not on the Moon Day Hangout, but the first episode that will also be coming out with this Moon Day Hangout. Um, he didn't give us a moon day for six weeks, even though <laughs> he very much could s- have. Let me just say, I saw Ashtanga Yoga Columbus. We're having a moon day. Well, <laughs> we were not, and I was like, "What the hell." 
So yeah, you know we, what? you know, I guess it's the more traditional way or whatever I don't he does. Know. But like something I've learned about Ashtanga is that we just make shit up and just call it. We're like, this is the tradition, and it's like, what? It's like, no, this, yeah, this is what we do. Right. Um, I don't know. I kind of it was it was interesting though because it kind of matched up. So the thing was is that the six weeks, all the moon days fell on Saturdays, which is our usual day off anyway. So it was weird having six days a week practice, like week after week after week after week after week, no break. And um, But it kind of matched up with like the times, like astrologically and just like socially, socially what's happening culturally. Yeah, it was just this time of like major <clears throat> fire. Literal fire during that time. That's it. Uh, a we had a massive forest fire uh, oh, start yeah. in the mountains here outside of Tucson on June third, and yeah. it burned for a solid like a month, like straight. a month. Straight. It's still burning right now. I was just looking at it. It's ninety percent contained, which is good because at one time about like I don't know mid June, it was just like billowing smoke like a volcano, and it was perhaps the most like height of George Floyd protest. Seeing the background of smoke and fire of in our city and just, it was quite a tumultuous time. That's very interesting. And, you know, I mean, now this sounds a little bit, when you put it into context, then there are six weeks of straight on yoga practice sounds, uh-huh. you know, like the least of the, the problems at that time, but right. it definitely represented the times. Yeah, um, for sure. The way we felt them is... That being wow. said, glad that six weeks is over. We could have taken a day off if we really wanted well, to. Well, I took a few days off. You took a few days off. <laughs> you know. Let me say I practiced six days a week for six weeks, and yes. Kiana had her 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 times off. Yes, um, but that's either here nor there. Welcome to Alums of Fury Moon Day Hangout. We're gonna be doing this every uh, every full moon, every new moon. We're gonna be hanging out, chatting, drinking some wine, drinking some wine. Eating cupcakes and, <laughs> you know, just hanging out. You know? Doing that classic, I don't have to practice in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to eat food, put it in my yeah. belly. Eat a bunch of, I don't know, salad. No, we're not that boring. All right. So, so what can y'all expect from Moonday Hangouts? Uh, <laughs> what is this? I think that's a good question to answer. Uh, it was, uh, it's definitely it's more relaxed approach. Definitely more relaxed. Definitely more relaxed. And you may have... You may have heard the first episode of Satinder and, and thought to yourself, well, this is pretty relaxed. And so what do you mean more relaxed? Well, you know what? The first time was just the first time we were <laughs> trying something out. So we're, as I said in that episode, we're just podcasting here. We're trying to figure it out along the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Moon Day Hangouts, it's my, it might just be more me and Kiana. More often than maybe not. Who knows? That could change. As, the, as they say, all things change. Have some friends on and stuff. Might have some friends on, some local experts, some national experts. What I want from Moonday Hangouts. What do you want from Moonday Hangouts? I want Moonday Hangouts to be a time where we don't hold back. <laughs> don't have these, No holds barred. Yeah, no holds barred. Like, just go for it, you know? Some hot takes. Hot takes on what's happening in the world. Um, Whereas on the other episodes, maybe we're going to take the like, backseat, more or less, and yeah, just interview. listen to hear what our, listen to what our guests have to say. Because we're 
here learning with y'all. Um, so I definitely learned so much from our interview with Satinder this week. I love talking with him about Kali and... Oh my gosh, and how, like, I have just been remembering, like, could you imagine sitting there and watching <laughs> someone, like, stomp on a skull and, like, burn the body of their parent i just (laughs) and if y'all haven't listened to the episode yet and you're wondering like what the heck that's in like the first 10 minutes so give it give it a listen it's worth it i haven't been able to stop thinking about that all week of just like holy shit that puts things into perspective right we're coming out swinging talking about skull stomping on episode (laughs) one so just know where you're at with eight limbs of fury remember this is eight limbs of fury (laughs) yeah so eight limbs of fury we are an actively anti-QAnon podcast, <laughs> yoga podcast. Just going to get this out here right out the gate. Yeah, that's been a theme of late for sure. Anti-QAnon um, yoga podcast. We are not the yoga podcast that is pro-QAnon. We are anti-QAnon. So just we're going to get that out of the way. Episode, Moonday, Moonday Hangout 1, if you're listening and you're like, you, you know, just know if you believe in QAnon, just know that you're wrong. Uh-huh. And, and if you don't believe in QAnon and don't know what I'm talking about, give yourself give it a Google. Be aware. Be aware. Know the dangers out there, folks. Yeah. QAnon's like this um Oh my gosh, what do you call those traps that like people put on the floor they cover with like sticks, tiger traps or something? Oh god. Oh, what are those called? And you just like walk right onto it and then fall into the ground. <laughs> I feel like you that's what, what QAnon. You're just like on the I internet. I feel like there's some sort of like racist name tied into that. Like it's like oh, I really? just Yeah, it's that'd it's be, called that'd be the thing. <clears throat> I'm I'm a mat, I I want to say it is that. I can't think of it off the top of my head and I'm scared to even guess it out loud because you know I, some people might get offended or something. And well, I don't want to say I mean, you know, well, I but it also could be something harmless. I just don't know. How about I'm going to say that? I just don't know what that's called. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Traps covered with sticks on the ground. The, you know they. You just like walk on onto. Really? Yeah. So if you fell and you got impaled, you got the poop in there too, so it'd get infected even if you survived. <gasps> yeah. Brutal. Oh my god, humans, y'all. Do you ever just have a moment where you're like, have a moment where you're like, humans? Really? Like. God damn it. Yes. We, when we do ashtanga, when we do yoga like this, we talk about fear. And I can honestly say that after, I don't know, seven years of doing yoga, my fears have lessened. I'm not as afraid of, like, for instance, like falling on my ass in the middle of a room because uh, I do that all the time now. <laughs> but... And, like, fear of the natural world has lessened and, like, fear of being outside in nature, uh, fear of getting, for instance, eaten by a lion lessened. Um, what if you But fear of, like, what other people do. Lions. I would, in that case scenario, hopefully without fear, just, like, strongly offer myself forward. Not offer myself, like, on a dinner platter, but, uh-huh. like... Show my strength. I'd fight that lion, You man. would fight the lion? Yeah. Are you I'm, kidding me? I feel like I had to earn the lion's respect. You would go in swinging on a lion? I wouldn't try to kill the lion, but I would try to show it that, like, I can defend myself, you know? Without killing it. Like, earn respect. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm what? sorry. That's I just, not I just, what people do. No, I just don't picture you doing that. See, you know, I, luckily for, for us, me, we're on a podcast, Josh, where people don't know what I look like. Sure, but knowing you, I know you. The listeners don't know you yet. But I'm just going to let in this bit of information. See, what I imagine Kiana doing encountering a lion and trying to pacify it. Because if you try to fight a lion, it would you piss it off and it would kill you. This is what I imagine you doing. Knowing you, Kiana, the human uh-huh. might... Uh, um, you would go, you would just offer it your teeth to try to like, <laughs> to, to soften it up. You'd offer the teeth. They'd be like, here you go, Lion. Do you want to, do you want to relax? Come here. Yeah, maybe the, the peace offering. You I would, would go I for would, the peace. We're yeah. yogis here. We're, 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 I we're guess practitioners fight, you know, of the yoga. We good, have to go for the good vibes. Good catch. Fight was definitely the wrong word. Um, no, I would yeah. use the word like assert. Like to gain respect you and then to offer my teat. Sure. Because <laughs> why not? I mean, you if you believe in me, I believe in me. You wouldn't cower in fear. You would turn boldly to the lion and yes. reveal the teeth. Yes. And if the lion <laughs> chose to eat me, if the lion chose to eat me, that is how I go. That's fine. I. Sure. It's the. It's the food chain the natural cycle but you would try not to be scared you would accept yeah. your fate but y'all if like That's a human important. did some shit to me if i landed in some trap with like poop in it and i got like all these infected wounds all over my body that would suck so much more than getting eaten by a lion yeah, i just think terrible. it would be horrible it'd be like be who awful. did this yeah what kind like how do i find them so that i can <laughs> show them compassion right. and like Make their lives better. Oy vey. So here's how where we, we take another the, sip of wine. Yeah, here's to Zia's. Um, Zia, uh, Zia Giorgio. Zio. Zio. Oh, sorry. We're learning Italian. <laughs> Zia Giorgio. Thanks for the wine. So how do we get to the poop steaks? You were going on about something. And then, QAnon. QAnon. Um, sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay, so QAnon is like the... <laughs> the 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 steak the steak trap where you fall in right and then it's you like for I like I like that I brought up the extra level of poop because QAnon functions like this you fall in you're first headstrong into it you're like oh my god this is so terrible oh my god what's going on what's all these what ah I'm I'm discovered all this crazy information it's terrible like I don't know what to believe about it but it's insidious mm-hmm. like the bacterial infection from mm-hmm. the poop would be on mm-hmm. the trap right mm-hmm. it comes at you it it hits you a second wave of sickness of illness it just yeah. these QAnon thoughts like pervade through your everyday consciousness and you're like what's going on like do you know what I don't know yeah actively I'm- QAnon actively anti QAnon here on Eight Limbs of Fury. People, um, I've heard people talk about it and call it like be taking the pill or something, like yeah. the black, what was red it? Red pill. The red pill? Yeah, it's getting the red, red pill. pill. It's called getting pilled. Ugh. Don't yeah. take the pills. Only. Uh, oh, wait. Don't only t- smoke the weed. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, don't take pharmaceuticals, kids. Um, it comes from the earth. <laughs> um, here's, but, here's why we're actively anti-QAnon. I feel like it's really dangerous and it's like it's it's like pervading this kind of like other it's definitely like us versus them like any Q, actively QAnon person is like it's like you might not you might not believe me and I don't care if you don't believe me but this is the truth this is what's going on well, Yeah like from a yoga stance that like QAnon culture seems very reactionary to me like when 
there's this great podcast shout out. I'm going to shout it out right Q here. QAnon Anonymous. QAnon Anonymous is a great podcast our roommate showed us. And basically, um, they, like, analyze people who, like, go full-on QAnon and, like, how they change. And you can just, like, hear in the videos they make, like, content create. We listened to this one about content creators. And a lot of them were, like, new-agey people. Yeah. And so it's wild being a kind of new-agey person. Right. You know, doing yoga. We're, we're, and we're young vegan, people. We have armpit hair. And yeah. We're young people in yoga the, world. We, we cross over into, like... You know, some people might look at me and you and describe our lifestyles like a new age lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't use those words because I hate the connotation. I hate, don't like the connotation. And I either. hate to think that I'm a new age kind of person. <laughs> I'm just some dude. I'm just trying to live my life, and these are the decisions I've come to. So yeah. you know what? Whatever. Okay, but like from that, yeah, like. But but so we're saying we're we're going like we're. I think it's important to come out and be like we're an act that we're actively anti QAnon on this yoga podcast because it, it's for whatever reason this phenomenon this QAnon phenomenon has just hooked new agey like people mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. like because they do this thing where they like tell the truth about things to a degree and then take it way further take it way further and, and then twist it it's at one point it's twisted so much that's the train of thought and then you're voting for Trump and it's like and then you're voting for Trump and right? then it's like how the fuck did I end up here you know Let's like I was a Bernie supporter two <laughs> years ago like what and that's how why we're anti-QAnon because we are not uh, all right with Trump and the fascist state sure. in just, general. Just know, dear listener, that one of the one of the core beliefs of the QAnon, and this is, I think, we'll all will let you on to believe, is that. Um, that Donald Trump is like the supreme ruler and like the inside guy for QAnon mm-hmm. that's orchestrating all of this and is gonna and is gonna bring the change that QAnon wants to see. Yeah. And so, dear listener, just know that. And God damn it, don't bully me. Don't take the red pill. Don't get pilled. Um, God damn it. Yeah, I I didn't know about that. I wouldn't have known about this, though, if I, like, wasn't, you know, if I didn't have friends that were, like, on the alert for it. Like, I would see a video about, oh, my gosh, like, Plandemic. I don't know if that was ex- actually a QAnon video, but it, it followed like a similar it structure. Was, Pandemic scene. was QAnon adjacent, <laughs> for sure, for sure. It seemed it, but like the, I believed the first half, right? And then I watched the second half, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That's and I bit. think as humans, we just want to like latch on to this wild drama truths, and some of them. Might actually be true. Like okay, for real though, there's a bunch of like rich billionaire pedophiles. I'll give you that. I'm, yeah, I'm there with I'm you there on that. On that. Jeffrey I'm there Epstein, on that. that whole thing, Glenn oh, Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Epstein was fucking terrible. I'm I'm here most, for a little conspiracy. You know, I but, am one to conspire. <laughs> All so right. That's enough about let's QAnon. rest QAnon for the yeah, night. Let's let's let's. I'm let's, feeling let's my. Let's put it to rest deep in a dark down grave and bury it there and really hope it never comes up. But yes. here's the terrible nightmare reality is that it's, it's well, I would like to actually have an episode people, about QAnon because get, we, we made, how know. do we as spiritual I, people deal with people who are like in our community that are QAnon and like have actively reasoned voting for Donald Trump? Like how do we deal with that? The answer that comes to mind is compassion sure, as always compassion, compassion. but, 
Um, but Let's I bet that. we could go a whole episode on we're what gonna, that looks we're like. We're going to go a whole episode on that at a later time. That's not what tonight is about. Yeah, tonight is a Moonday Hangout. Moonday Hangout. A little less. I'm taking it easy tonight. Extras, we are going we'll, to do live we'll do Q&As. We'll do some live Q&A Moonday Hangouts. We're going we're gonna to be more organized at some point in the future here and... Uh, we'll put figure it, out put, our path as it put it out there yeah. to our our patreon subscribers that um, they will have exclusive access to asking us questions um, while we're doing questions. any questions you want to hear uh, on the podcast on the moon day hangout specifically you know it'll be like a live hour of q a or maybe we'll do like two or three hour show when we do a q a show or something that would be fun That'd be fun It'd be so fun. So if y'all have any burning questions, what like literally about anything, like I don't give a shit what you want to like, what do you want to like hit us up and ask? Like, um, Josh, give us some examples. What are some questions you would ask? I like if I would ask you something, if I were to ask you something, I would be like. Did Kiana ever play softball? I didn't ever. I, no, I never played softball. I Should I answer? Are we doing yeah, this right now? Sure, yeah. It's a Q&A. We're giving you, a, right. we're giving you a sample Q&A a sample. here. Um, I will answer honestly, of course. Um, no, I did not play softball. I was a tennis player. And every single other sport that I tried, I was so shitty at. <laughs> Like, I was a really good tennis player, uh-huh. and I couldn't play badminton for my life. Uh-huh. Like, it was like, so I'm still like that. And what's I, badminton? That's the one with... Badminton's another racket sport, oh. and I, like, can't... <laughs> I can't explain to you how hard it is for me to play badminton, but tennis, yep, 12 years, played tennis, captain of the team, like, went the whole way. So softball was definitely a no for me. I, uh... I didn't venture far away from tennis until I started doing yoga. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What a what a wonderful answer to the question. <laughs> to the that question, I asked you. even the most random question, we can learn wow. so much about each other. How informative! Now, wow, I my life is complete now. Thank yeah. you. As a listener, I will be satisfied. Um, Do you, what, what would, a, what might a listener ask me? Well, ask you, uh, Josh, um, what's your favorite Halloween costume you've ever gone as? This is a good, this <laughs> you is a good one. space right now. <laughs> this is a good one. So Tucson, Arizona, you may or may not know, is home to one of the largest gem and mineral shows in the world, if I understand this correctly. So picture a gem and mineral show for a second. So <laughs> describe may, a gem, gem and a mineral show. A gem and show. mineral show, it, it's like they got big tents and stuff, and like they, like huge tents, like like larger than a circus tent, you know, like huge, huge, huge. And they have all these vendors in there. They bring all these rocks and minerals and fossils and, you know, jewelry and stones and rocks and stuff. These are gem people. Are all of these stones, Josh, um, I've never been, so I'm asking these questions. Are they all 
ethically mined? These are not ethically mined <laughs> stones. No way. No way, right. no how. Right. These Just are not all ethically mined. No that. Okay. So these gem people, they are... I don't know if you've had the pleasure of meeting a gem person Well, we before. might be talking to some people who use stones. That's you a know, good thing, you, right? Yeah, I mean, folks use stones, right? You know, you pick up a stone, you use a stone, you put it on your body, and, you, you know, you do it for your chakra healing, whatever. But the gem people, the, see, there's like the average stone user. Uh-huh. And then there's like... There's beyond that, which is like the gem peddler. And these people... Might be QAnon. No. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. I would imagine a lot of gem people are QAnon people. Okay. That's not a stretch of imagination. But let me just say say that the, the gems get to their minds just a bit. And by just a bit, I mean like a lot a bit. Like you meet a gem person, you know soon, right away, they're gem people. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And this might not be that different from Ashtanga people. Now, let me, right, let right. me just say that right now. Seriously. <laughs> let, me just say, let, me just acknowledge, let me just acknowledge that. I'm acknowledging that. I could very... But, 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 but let me just say. Okay. So the gem people, Keep going. My, favorite, my favorite Halloween costume was one year. I think, I, I think it was three years ago. Three Halloweens ago. Seriously. I was... I, my costume was... I was in town for the gem show. And so my hair was long. I had it down, you know, yellow sunglasses. I shaved my facial hair. I had a mustache. I borrowed a gold chain from my friend. I had like a long flowy shirt that was buttoned really nice and open. And, oh my you know, gosh, some, and 70s, some 70s plaid pants. They were what tight, tight plaid that? pants. I didn't do it as well as I could have, and I'm definitely going to do this costume again. But <laughs> I'm definitely going to have, like, a briefcase just full of rocks and shit. Just, oh, yeah. like, carrying that around. Just gravel, And though. also just, like, stacks of, like, hundreds of, like, $1 bills or something like that. Because uh-huh. these fucking gem people, they, like, wheel and deal. Like, they're, they're, ta- they're oh. like, high-dollar shit. That's the thing. It's, it's like a capitalist industry, oh as God. many other things are. And that is, I think, why we critique it. At its, we critique anything that's just like show, outright capitalist. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's just like, if you ask me, it's an extraction industry where a select few people just go buy up a bunch of rocks from some mine where they had, I don't know, some Colombian guy in there like mining quartz for 12 fucking hours. And then they hauled it up out of the earth from some guy from Australia to buy it up. And then come come over and bring it to Tucson to sell it for, I don't know, 200% markup or more. I don't know what these guys charge, but I've worked for a vendor and they were, you know, as I will say, as I say, they were nice people, but everybody's a nice person. Mm -hmm. Everybody's nice when it Mm -hmm. comes to doing business. Everybody plays nice. But these Mm -hmm. people, I'm not going to say anything too explicitly bad because I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no receipts on these people, so it's not like I can pull receipts on this right. gem vendor that right. I worked for. But I have my suspicion they've been up to their own fair share of shady business, and you know mm. what? Yeah, it just it just doesn't sit right with me to go to 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 be a gem person to support the gem show with my with my time, money, or my labor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for me. Yeah, I see that. Like, for me, it comes down to mining, you know. Mining is shitty. We don't need to mine it. We can grow gems in mining, labs now. It's not mindful. Ooh. <laughs> you know, that was an okay one. I, like, a Give it six a, out of ten. Six out of ten. Six I'll out of ten. ten. Six yeah. out of ten, that's a good one. That landed. Yeah. 
Um, if any of y'all out there consider yourself to be a gem type person. Um, sorry to rain and, on you. I'm sorry. Oh, wait. No, no. I think this is good discourse, right? Uh, or if any of y'all live in Tucson and have alternative opinions on the gem show, give us a chat. Uh, throw us a message. <laughs> Broaden our perspective. <laughs> why not? That's Where can why our we're listeners here, right? give us a chat? Uh, uh, as of that's right, a question I would ask you. <laughs> as of this recording, we have yet to... We'll do that. Where do you want to... Let's just decide right now. Where do you want to... So we're probably... We're going to have an Instagram. Yeah. Throw us a chat on Instagram. Instagram. We'll have a... Are we going to have a Facebook? I guess if we have Instagram, well, i got to have a Facebook. It's Instagram like the same platform. Instagram is Facebook. Facebook Why not? is Instagram. I just hate how, like, right. Facebook... I well, hate how to, like, function Insta. into modern world. You have to be in cahoots with Facebook. Yeah, like, I when I was Facebook. 20 and signed up for Tinder, I had to have a Facebook. Really? Which, you know, might be a good security reason. But, like, that's why I got Facebook in the first place, is so I could just go on Tinder. You didn't but, have a Facebook before that? No, I deleted it because I was like, I, I had one in high school, graduated, had it for a while. And then I was like, oh, this is like sucking the life out of my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Deleted it. Became single. Wanted Tinder. Gotcha. Got Facebook. Got, that's, yeah. that's a series of I events. I wonder that, for that how down. many people that same cycle happened for. I would imagine a few. A few. <laughs> We just let a dog into our room. Not any dog, our roommate's dog. Our roommate's dog. She walks straight into the bathroom and we hear her just like drink from the toilet. She's going did, for the did toilet. Did that come onto the mics? Maybe. Maybe y'all yeah. heard that. Um, a, maybe you didn't hear that. Do you know? Good news uh, Arizona is flattening the curve. Oh. Says the headlines is that we've seen a lessened. We're not. We're not. We're no longer. We're no longer up in the ante. On we're not. We're no longer increasing the bar graph on our coronavirus cases anymore. Supposedly we've leveled it out and it's it's heading towards the descent. Holy shit! Those it's are the headlines from today. Florida and Texas have passed us up, which is um, you know fortunate for us here in Arizona. Somewhat unfortunate for those in Texas and Florida. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's crazy living in a state that's like number one. Like when Arizona was number one in COVID, a friend of mine said, Arizona, number one in COVID, number 49 in education. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's accurate. Um, That's actually the truth. That's funny. (laughs) But being in a state that's like, Having a crazy outbreak of COVID um, is insane. It feels weird. The energy is, like, all around anxious, I would describe. We were on a hard quarantine for, like, two weeks because our roommate had what turned out to be a cold, but it looked like COVID. And the cold coming through Tucson right now is a bad one, too. It's like... And then oh, also strep is going through. Strep's going through. Yeah, here's the thing about global pandemic disease is that other diseases are also going along in cahoots with it. Yeah. And that's what <sighs> and and that's just a big problem all across the board. So if yeah. you have like COVID wards that are like full or hospitals that are full taking care of COVID patients and somebody rolls in with H1N1, it's like, well, 
I don't know. Do we have, have there room been people with H one N one? I haven't heard any. I I heard that on a news report for Yemen, but I just had that on my brain. Oh, okay, as like the most that's like the top infectious disease. Right. Right. Um. You mentioned Yemen, but just just know, dear listener, that the uh, American-backed uh, Saudi-led coalition is just bombing the shit out of Yemen, leading to the worst humanitarian crisis of our time as we know it today in modern history on Earth. And um, it's been made worse by the coronavirus, like lots of situations in the world. Just it's coronavirus. like coronavirus is just like amplifying, <laughs> like you can see on a map, like where... Where the... Know fucking problems are in the world yeah. the coronavirus is like just pouring gas on a fire baby yeah to light it up Woo! turn it up baby yeah <laughs> oh god i'm like I, yeah i just um you know honestly though i think again referring to our episode we just shot with or we just i don't know recorded with Satinder. Um, Recorded would be the correct would word. Would be the correct term, yes. Would be the word to use. Okay, yes. Um, figuring out the podcast verbs. Podcast language. The lingo. Right, the lingo. Um, but it would just shed light on, like, talking about Kali. I found that super uh, comforting almost. Like, I think for me, the aspect of spirituality that we want to talk about on this podcast um really plays into like maintaining my own mental health during this time of like an intense change and um and also just like maintaining my hope about this time of intense change I think that plays a part I don't know if that resonates with you but um thinking about like Yes, like fires must burn in order for like new things to grow. It's comforting, right? Mm-hmm. Keeping that perspective. Yeah. Otherwise, my brain just slips into like, ah, like eternal fear destruction. Of death. Like, yeah. if, I'm just, like, yeah, we're all just gonna, it's just all fear burn of death. And die. Yeah. We might all burn and die, really, with climate change, but we shouldn't be Me. fearful of it in this present day, that's, knowing that that's in the future. Just try to relax, soften around that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was getting to earlier with the lion. If mother, if like the earth was the cause of my demise, I'd be like, all right. Thank you. With it. I think I've always, I've said that for years. Like I've known that since I was like 18. I shouldn't. That I have always, like if I was on a hike, I'm cruising along. I'm just making my way down the trail. <laughs> making my way down the trail. Making my way down the trail. <laughs> walking fast to the birds singing songs. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That was... Yeah, yeah. hiking remix. All right. Um, <laughs> um, and some mountain lion came along, jumped in the trail, and just looked me dead in the eyes and communicated to me in the way that I would imagine a mountain lion would, would just be telepathically. Right. Mountain lions on the trail, looking me dead in the eyes, locked there. He salivating, <laughs> absolutely right. salivating. Ribs you know, showing. Just I'm hearing like that, you know, kind of like, <laughs> you know, like I can't make the noise, but if if we get a sound effect, maybe I'll put that in there. But I don't. <laughs> no promises, dear listener. But like, they, no, Josh, imagine we're just gonna a take that recording growl. and we're gonna put it in. <laughs> tiger growl. Ah. 
that's what's going on. And the mountain lion's going to communicate to me telepathically. He's like, I'm going to eat you today, Josh. He knows my name, too, mm-hmm. is what's wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, it could be a female <laughs> mountain lion, too. He, I, didn't, I didn't mean to say he. They, the, the mountain lion mm-hmm. knows my name, mm-hmm. Josh. And so I say to the mountain lion, like, <laughs> my time is now. And I just, like, just, just, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'd put up a fight. I would put up a fight, you know, a little bit. Would but you fight or would you offer would to, your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> I think I would go for the fight. Knowing myself. You would go for the fight. But I, I don't think I could kill like a mountain lion or a bear or something like that if it came down to it. Because the way I see it, if humans were going off into the wilderness, we're going out into the woods. We've done so much destruction as it is that if nature wishes to come across and claim me to, to further the wheel of life. I'll go for it. Go you know? for it. That's such a good way to go out. I'd rather do that like, than like die in a fucking car accident or like get coronavirus, like going to the grocery store or something. Oh God, yeah, which is that's me. I'd, I I love nature. That may, that might be it. If you know, I've always I've always said like, yeah, if I fall off a fall off a trail, like break a leg and just like die of dehydration, like <laughs> on the trail, horrible. that'll be fine. Oh, it'll be good. I'll just meditate on death and just cruise on the way out. We all got to meditate on death. If I took one thing away from that episode, it was that, damn, I need to meditate on death. Sure. Um, I meditated to- on death a little bit in Shavasana today. Oh, and rest cool. And yeah, rest nice. at the end of practice. I was like, yeah. I was just lying there and the mind was going a little bit. And I was like, oh, what if I imagined I was decomposing right now? Mm-hmm. And so I started decomposing. But you didn't know anything about that. But mm-hmm. I was just decomposing right next to you. You were just you. decomposing right yeah, next to me. low key. Josh had to get up to let our cat into the room. I don't know if y'all heard her meow. We'll see. How- yeah, you can probably hear. You can probably hear it a little bit in the background. Cleo, give us another one. There you go. <laughs> Cleo is our mystical black cat. Yes. Um, what were we talking about with Cleo? I, don't know. I just like adopt, don't shop. That's yeah. we're gonna come back in with that. If Cleo's here to tell you anything, adopt, don't shop. And it's to listen uh, if you to have good music. <laughs> Cleo likes good music. Cleo likes um, good music. Yes. But what does that have to do with adopt on shop, Kiana? Well, I'm just no. It's if Cleo wants you to hear anything, it's that you should adopt and that you should listen to, to Heaven or Las Vegas by the Cocteau Twins. Right. <laughs> does anyone else have a cat that comes into the room whenever you do like certain things? I think you just described cats. <laughs> All right, what's next on your agenda here? <laughs> okay. Before I get deeper into this one. <laughs> this is something that I wanted to say. Going back to coronavirus in Florida, Texas, and Arizona, we drove to Miami, Florida from Tucson, Arizona recently. We did do that. We piled up into a 1998 Subaru Outback. <laughs> that already had like 200 and... 20,000 miles. They had 220,000 miles on it. We piled into that car, baby, and we were gone for three weeks, two days. And we had a cross country road trip. And then. Down all the way to Miami. To Miami and back. Which was great. It was amazing. Um, The car only broke down once, which was good. Um, (laughs) Which is to be expected. When you take the 98 Subaru on a cross country road trip, uh, you should at least anticipate. You have some trouble around. 
Orlando, you get, Florida. Yeah, right. And you that's just like half what spend we the day in a strip mall. That's the 2020 America fate. Right. Of being. Well, that was our fate when that happened. That so okay, fate. so what I was gonna say is that having gone recently to both Florida and Texas, having like seen the culture, been in it, immersed myself in it. You know, granted, we were in Miami, so it was a little more, like, Cubano and sexy. Yeah. But, like, I saw the other parts of Florida, too. We saw those parts. You have to yeah. drive through all of Florida to get to Miami. Right. So you and can't, we had to spend a whole day in the strip mall. We spent a whole day in a strip mall in Orlando. So we know what's what's going on around there. You know, we got well, the vibe. a little but that bit. that was Orlando, even. So, anyways. I'm from Georgia, so I've I know Florida people, okay? Right. So having been to Florida, having been to Texas recently, we stopped in Austin, hung out with a good friend there. Um, shout out to Anna. Um, she let Another me stay at an Airbnb me. with her in Boulder, and that's how we met. She lives in Austin. She's a great, wonderful human. She just graduated in 2022. There you go. Congratulations on graduating. Yeah, hell yeah, Anna. She also got divorced, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't need no man either. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so we, we uh, yes. went to we went to Texas, we went to Florida, we live in Arizona. I see how like Arizona fits into that club there. Like there was right. the coronavirus club, and it was it was Texas, Arizona, Florida up there in the top three because the culture of Florida and Texas are it's their own strange like insular place. And it breeds a certain kind of person for whatever reason. Oil refineries. Maybe it's the oil refineries. <laughs> Maybe. But okay, oh, so that Texas coast, though was te- full of oil refineries. Oh my god, Texas coast so many so much in the Gulf of Mexico there. But that's what it is, right? It's okay, so it's like, what is it in Florida that causes it though? I don't know. Whatever the the gate the exposure to gators understand. or whatever. I, but I, I but, really. How do we find, like, one singular cause of, like, crazy... I don't know. It's so, but I shouldn't a, use the word crazy. Um, Arizona, Texas, Florida, all fitting into the same club and their own, like, special kind of weird... Because it, maybe it's the sun. Maybe... Those are all sunbelt states. So what if it's, like, this, the, having something to do with the sun, like, frying the human brain, cooking it to a certain amount to where they just, like... I think it has more to do with deranged ideas about reality <laughs> that's one that's a hypothesis josh sure um another <laughs> hypothesis is that it, they're in the south and that is where a lot of systemic violence occurred um for a very long time and like could have just been you know that trauma like i have i kind of prescribe to the belief that like trauma that doesn't get, like, transformed or changed. Like, just has a way of, like, stagnating and staying in Sure, place. it passes down through generations. Like, I don't know. How else do you describe, like, the South in general? Like, you grew up there. You know what it's mm. like there. Like, we've been loving listening to... Okay, another podcast shout-out. Uh, <laughs> Trillbilly. This is actually a podcast about podcasts. No. <laughs> um... Yes. True Billy po- Workers Party. They're great. They're, they're podcasters. They live in Kentucky and they just like they podcast about Kentucky. And let me let me awesome. speak their language. Let me speak their let me speak their language. This is going out to you directly right now, True Billy. Y'all ever want to come out here, get on a podcast out in Nate Limbs if you ever talk about some yoga now. <laughs> 
good. We let y'all on here. We talk, okay? Just to remind Josh. I speak th- I'm from Georgia, okay? I can use that <laughs> right, accent. Right, right. You totally can. You're allowed to. We appreciate you around here. Yeah, that was All good. right. Take care now. You Bye. You do the um, other accent, too. <laughs> My favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Let me, let's share this story with our listeners. All right. Sure. Go so for, for That's why we're here tonight. For years... Keanu and I, okay, if you haven't put this together, Keanu and I, we are partners in this podcast, also partners in life, partners in the yoga room, um, partners in many ways. We've been together for four years. Um, We met at yoga. We did. She put her mat down (laughs) next to mine. Let me just say, she, she, she puts her mat down, she's like before... Before you know, class, she walks in almost late to class. By the way, oh, <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, I love your tattoo." Because <laughs> she saw this tattoo on my left arm, and she was, "I love your tattoo." <laughs> no, she didn't that sound like that. That is not how I sounded. <laughs> that is not ever how I. Could y'all imagine me sounding like that? Yes. <laughs> So, so for years, I've known Keanu for years. That's all uh-huh. I'm saying. We've okay. been together for yeah. a long time. So for years, I've been giving her this, like, southern woman accent. This very particular southern woman, woman accent that just that is just pervasive all throughout the south. And if you're from the south, I think you know the one that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So Keanu had never been to the south. And we were going to go visit my dad in Atlanta. And so, or should I say Alana, pronounced in the the appropriate dialect, excuse me, <laughs> Alana. And so Keanu and I were flying into Alana, and <laughs> um, we the plane lands, it touches down at Hartsfield-Jackson International. Mm-hmm. Busiest airport in the United States, by the way. Fun fact. Really? Yeah, it like switches off between that and sh- O'Hare. Oy, I would... How many flights do you think? Lots. We don't need to answer that. I don't need to, we don't need to go there. Okay, keep going. That was just a side note. So much gasoline. So much. <sighs> Anyways, so we touched down, and the row in front of us, maybe two rows in front of us, this we hear this woman woman stand up. She undoes undoes her seatbelt, stands up, turns to this little girl beside her beside her. And in the exact voice, in the exact dialect, accent that I've been saying to Kiana for years, she says to this little girl, Oh my God, how old are you? (laughs) You're 11. When my daughter was 11, she loved playing volleyball. What are you doing in Atlanta, honey? I swear. <laughs> the exact the it exact same like accent. So a lot like that. Um I will va- I will verify that. To my to I, my southern people, you know what I'm talking about. You've met her before. You've met that human before. Also just so kind, that human. So Ta- kind. We'll talk to anyone. That's the thing about the South that it's like such a redeeming quality about it. It's like as, I loved being as, there. As insidious and like weird as the culture is down there, everybody's so 
nice to you. So nice. Everyone just talks to you. you just know? talks. Just say, hey, how's it going, man? Yeah. Good. How's you? They'll be like, how's what's been going? They like they, they they just know each other from yeah. like for so long. Living in the city, I feel like I don't talk to people that much. No. Well, right now at least. <laughs> Coming back from when we went and visited the south and then came back. I was like, oh, I got to start talking to people more. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Southern hospitality. I grew up with that. Like, I remember at a, at a certain point in my young adulthood, I was doing that. And then it stopped because I was just beaten down by, like, s- s- modern city life and capitalism to just, like, mm-hmm. be a worker to accept my fate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lost connect connection with that humanity. Mm-hmm. But going to the South, it was like drinking a, a tall, sweet-ass tea. <laughs> <laughs> And it just filled my cup full of humanity. Humanity. Tea. <laughs> that was good. That, that was good. Eight Thank out of ten. Eight, eight out, out of ten. ten. I'll take that eight one. Eight out of ten. For those, I just got to let y'all, you know, uh, ten out of ten takes a while to get. Ten out of ten is supreme. Yeah, ten out of ten is a, a fa- fantastic pun. Uh-huh. Like one that just absolutely okay. home run. Josh has had a couple of those. So. Get, get them sometimes. Get them sometimes. Dear listener, I think you'll hear one eventually. I would hope. Hopefully. Um, Kayla, what was your experience like in the South? Oh, you know what? Honestly, I really liked it. I liked how much people just... Honestly, like if I were to say one thing, it's like how much they just talk to you. Yeah. How much they just like... Cause I we have, even like went to church, which is like a really. We went to church. We went to Christmas Eve service with my mom in Georgia. We did, and everyone there was so nice to us. Um, even though we were like, <laughs> I don't own a skirt that like goes down far enough to wear right. to church. We were dressing like I would say <laughs> us compared to everybody else because we were dressing nice. Uh-huh. We're dressing nice. But with, like, platform. You know, just, like, I would say just, like, you know, skirt. like, like three points sexier. You know what I mean? Like, that's where we Josh were at. Josh just, just had, a like, two more buttons undone right. than, like, everyone else Not there, just one you know? more button, but, like, two a more couple, buttons a, undone. A few. Josh enjoys a low button. Um, Who doesn't enjoy a low button? It's nice. It's nice. Um, yeah, but even everyone there was, like, so nice to us. I was like, holy they were moly. Nice. Maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's speaking to our privilege a bit. Maybe but that's speaking to our privilege. also speaking to uh, just how people in the South are, are gen- generally, well, yeah, that's probably speaking to our privilege a bit. Yeah. Um, but over, I, overall. I enjoy like, it as, like. Overall, they're nice people in the South. Yeah, yeah. They are. Um. Nobody wants, said before, everybody nice. wants asked me about my armpit hair. Right. But you best believe they talked about it. <laughs> you think? Oh, yeah, they did. Probably. Definitely. Probably. They were like, um, oh, my God, I saw this girl in church. She wouldn't have <laughs> believed what was coming out of her armpits. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Probably. Possibly. Definitely. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I think I wore tights, so, so no. One yeah, saw you me wore tights. So, yeah, so I have family in Georgia. I grew up in Georgia. I grew up an hour outside of Atlanta. I went to. I went. I grew up in Fayette County. Till you were eighteen, yeah, right. You yeah, I moved, and the week after I turned eighteen, I moved to Tucson. And for those of you wondering, 
It's for a girl. You do it for a girl. Mm-hmm. Not Kiana. Not me. Not Kiana. But such is life, but, as they yeah. say. All things change. I think I said that things earlier. Things bring you different places, you know. Stuff happens. You know, life just goes. Just one big experience, huh, isn't it? That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Kiana made some cupcakes this evening for a birthday party. Well, not a party, but a birthday cupcake delivery. It's a cupcake a delivery and like a social distance margarita um, happy hour tomorrow morning. Outdoors. Outdoor. Six feet apart from each other. 9 a.m. margarita. Mm-hmm. Moon day. Moon day margarita. You, Y'all have been there mar- before. <laughs> yeah, you wake up in the morning like, I don't have to practice. I could start my day. Start my day. With what? what have you? You know, what is your vice? Bar of chocolate. What is your vice? Margarita. <laughs> a bowl. Um, what? what else do you do on a Monday morning? What else do you do on a Monday? Um, I don't know. Oh, oh, ice cream for like breakfast. Ice right cream away. for breakfast, for sure. <laughs> no, yeah, the comet. Okay. The comet. It's called the, um, the Neowise Comet. Neo-wise, I was reading about this. Okay, so Neo-wise, new wisdom. Um, but it's really just named after, like, the space station that it's first It's named after it. the space station. Yeah, but the um, article I was reading was talking about, like, what that name means, you know? Like, if we give that name uh, power. What it, mean, what it means is near-Earth object wide field infrared survey explorer. <laughs> That's what that means, okay? Neo-wise, new wisdom. New wisdom. Just... Look for the subtle meanings and everything, okay? <laughs> the earth and the well, universe is going to tell you what. It is interesting. However, comets historically have been said to bring, like... Um, like Sozin's Comet in The Last Airbender? Oh. Avatar, The Last Airbender? Love Avatar, The Last Airbender. But comets are said to bring, like, mass change and... Yeah. Right. Well... Protests are definitely sparking back up again, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've noted there was a hot, like, few weeks where it was <laughs> where it was cooling down a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but, and warming up here in Tucson. And, warming, and I think that yeah. was part of it. It was just so hot. Plus, coronavirus hit. It was like it like. We were number one. We were number one here in Arizona. Things definitely slowed down here. But it's inspiring to look at places like Portland and New York City, and they've been pushing it hard oh my every gosh, single if you night. You want to talk about Portland right oh now? Oh my God, Portland, Oregon. Time of if, it's okay. Talk about a point in American history right now, going on at this very moment, where federal agents are rolling up and catching up and snatching protesters from yeah. unmarked vans where they're wearing only basic logos and, and, and insignias on their uniforms. They're not identifying rank. They're not identifying Cold, names. Facial, like, ambi- ambiguity. Ambiguity, yeah. These agents are popping out of, like, you know, like... Unmarked vehicles. Unmarked, like, you know, like like Dodge, Chrysler, like, minivan, whatever. They're just rolling out, like, guns, go- like, gun fingers on the trigger, guns pointed, like, taking people down in the streets and arresting them. And then, yeah. like, it's wild. And these are federal agents. This is wild shit. I mean. I saw that one badge said ICE on it. And 
I don't know what the others are, but yeah, they're like Border Patrol. Yeah, it's you know, it's uh, I heard a big part. I read read some stuff that a big part of them are um, uh, the special ops elite Border Patrol team that's like both trained in the Sonoran deserts of Arizona and the cities of. I don't know, fucking Phoenix or whatever, you know, like, but they're, they're like a highly, uh, specially trained military unit. That's, that's trained for actions in the city. So they're rolling around, picking people up and detaining Apparently them. taking them to like far away buildings, questioning them and then just releasing them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't know. There's something about that stuff happening. Like, the place you live, you know, I, I don't know. I speaking from my own experience and again, my own privilege, like I always viewed, I always was told, let me phrase it that way, that I was safe because I lived in America from things like that. Yeah. And just being, you know, in my twenties now and like coming into the world and yeah, this, some shit, you know, it's mm-hmm. just happening everywhere, not just in America, but we mentioned Yemen. Right. Um, wow. And it's just, Wild. it's, I, I find comfort in knowing that this is the, the same struggle that's been going throughout all time. I think that this is definitely like the next chapter of the civil rights movement mm-hmm. that this is, this is the kind of thing that like Bob Marley's been singing about or was singing mm-hmm. about. Been on this real big Bob Marley kick lately. It's mm-hmm. been wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. I meditated um, this morning with the song jamming stuck in my head, which <laughs> maybe some people will be like, that's not meditation, but it felt good. It you know, it went, it went with my breath. Right. But this has been the fight that's been going on throughout all time. Yeah. It, well, you know, at least since the beginning of capitalism, right? right? At the very least, which was quite a while ago. Um, yeah, some, you know, we'll, we'll give it around 300 years, maybe like 280, 275 years. Or even last 2,000 years of like sure. conquest, like Roman conquest. And I'm not the world history buff over here, but I, so, you know, if I ever have to be corrected. I will. I will. We'll take corrected. that correction. But we'll take um, that white out. And uh, yeah, what I've read the last like two thousand years or something of just massive um, shifts towards like patriarchal oppression. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, and and so I mean, like that's what we've been fighting like this this whole time, and it continues to this day. This fight mm-hmm. for equal rights. This fight for the same slice of the pie because I mean there's people out there that have this like crazy mentality of like owning people like both like mm-hmm. in a, a in a non-literal and a literal sense like like owning people on the internet and also like fucking beating people up and like mm-hmm. just because they're protesting and they want to like I don't know they're gonna like hit them with their cars or something like that because yeah that's how they view other humans. They, they view it as like this Darwinian, like natural selection. Like I'm superior than you. I'm going to stamp you out. So your genes can't exist. And I'm just going to push on, push on through and be like the superior one in the gene pool. And it's like, 
I, Fuck, that's insane. I, yeah, I really can't say that I understand where exactly that mindset comes from, or if it's, like, personal or if it's, like, systemic. I just, is it, doesn't it feel so much better? I mean, speaking over here, like, someone who does yoga, kind of, <laughs> use the word new age, I'll use, I'll use hippie or something, you know, now. But, like, a life of peace just feels better better you know it feels like peace and love feel good and feels good whenever i'm feeling like i want to like yell at somebody else or like really make this like big show about something or be super stubborn about something that's when i'm feeling bad that's when i'm genuinely not feeling well you know when i can't I don't know. I'm sure a lot of factors play into it, but sure. Um, it's just so much anger. It feels shitty to feel angry. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Anger feels bad. Anger feels horrible. It's like when I feel anger, I gotta like come down from it. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah, this note. comment coming through the sky. Oh, yeah, the comment signifying great change. Neo-wise, so if you want to find the comment, I read this. This is from science, not from me. I'm not making this up. So okay. the it's most visible just after sunset. You look to the northwest, and it'll be here through, like, July 22nd, I think it said. Okay. So hopefully by the time we release this podcast, a listener might have a day... Maybe two days if they're real cool and they listen to it as soon as it comes out to hopefully view this comet in the sky. Mm -hmm. And if not, they're going to have to look back on this point in history and be sad that they missed this like once in a... It's like a 6,400 year event. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, just know, listener, future listener, you missed it. (laughs) You missed it, man, woman, human, fellow human, you missed it. I might miss it, too. You might miss it. You're a sleepy girl. You might go to bed early. <laughs> no, I, uh... It's so a moon day. We can catch it. It's about to be dark out yeah, right now. Yeah, we could probably we'll try and right get up now. on our roof. The reason I was saying I might miss it is because uh, we live in the city, and there's a lot of yeah. stuff all around us. We got to go but out and go out to the desert and go see it. Go okay. up a mountain or something and go see it. Yeah. Be cool. Well... Maybe some... It's been real. Yeah. It's been a good moon day hangout, everyone. Uh... Stay tuned every other week for other Monday Hangouts. We'll have guests I just got an email sometimes. from Donald Trump. Oh, all right. That's that's our cue. I, I subscribe to the Donald Trump email list just, just so I can keep my thumb on the pulse, as I call it. Josh is good at keeping his thumb on keep the pulse. Keep my thumb on the pulse. He's trying to stay informed here. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be educated humans interacting with this world. Just a little bit. And with that. And with that. Good night. Good night. Uh, find us on Patreon. Eight find us on Fury. Patreon. I, if you if you want to find eight. us on Instagram at Eight Limbs of Fury. The number eight limbs of Fury. Fury. Two Fs. There. Do we need to spell that? No, I think. No, they got it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think eight limbs of Fury. The number uh-huh, eight. Uh huh. And then just spell away. Uh huh. Um. Instagram yeah. Patreon. 
We're gonna be on Spotify. <laughs> find us on MySpace. On we're gonna MySpace. launch. We're gonna we're gonna try to launch everywhere you, where you find your podcast. So if when you're recommending this show to your friends and you're like, hey, listen to Alim's of Fury, they're like, oh, are they on Spotify? Yes, we'll be on Spotify. Are they on Pandora? Yeah, we'll be on Pandora. Apple. Yeah, we'll be there. Cool. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah sounds we'll like a there. plan. We'll be there. We'll be there. Dear listener. Good night. Good night. Good day. Take some rest tomorrow. Good morning? What time is it for you? We'll take some rest. Take rest. Peace. Much love.